welcome to the Mouse of Life podcast. This is episode 152. This week, we are going to talk to our newlywed, Samantha, about her honeymoon to Orlando, Florida. Now, first off, if you like this, please, you know, subscribe, comment. We want to hear from you guys. Follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, do all the social media stuff. All right, so let's see who's on deck. We have Jeff. Hello. Jen S. Hi, everybody. Samantha. Hello. John is preparing for baby Zach. Um, and hopefully Jen K can join us. I'm not sure. Uh, but that's it. And then me. <laughs> uh, okay, so for I'm going to do news real quick. And then because I want to hear all about this honeymoon. Uh, news I have is Disney has finally, they're banning now wearing masks while you walk around and you're eating and <laughs> drinking. Um, they're going to supposedly crack down on it. Time will tell, obviously. I've heard Disney Springs is, a, you know, a show that's a different beast in the parks. So <laughs> I'm sure Samantha could tell us all about that, too. And, um, yeah, so Disney's cracking down. You can no longer have your mask not on while you're walking around a park having a snack and holding a drink obviously you can put the mask down to take a drink i will hold my i'll hold my my opinions until i get to my trip report okay cool (laughs) and the other news bit i have is that since the reopening of epcot uh we'll have noticed in epcot in the future they had a little display going on in the one pavilion that Uh, Mary Poppins attraction was removed and the spaceship earth refurb was removed as well. So we knew about the spaceship earth refurb. Like it's, I think it's going to happen eventually when everything in the world calms down, but Mary Poppins was removed and no word on any future date. If that is going to happen. That makes me so sad. I know. I was really excited for that. Yeah, I was excited popular. about that too. Not yeah. so much the spaceship Earth refurb. They can leave that alone, as far as I'm concerned. But me too. I mean, I'm not offended if they change it, but I mean, it's I'm not. It's not like, crying out for it. I don't think. Yeah. I don't no, want yeah, to was... do just... No, I don't want it now. Yeah, yeah I just don't want to do that to go away. That's that's my right. big concern. Yeah. I'm in agreement. So I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's probably not the last things we'll see. You know, officially put on the back burner. Yeah. Ooh, what's that noise? I don't know. I was going to ask. I am not. I am not currently moving, so I don't know. I don't hear it. Yeah. I think you were just hitting your mic, Jen, with your arm or something, maybe. (laughs) Oh, there you go. That's better. All right, Shelby, you want to lead me into my? I'm gonna lead you in. I have a quote. Okay. To quote from the movie Bambi, love is a song that never ends. Now, Samantha has had a hell of a year. (laughs) I mean, we all have. Yes. I don't want to say, you know, we've all have had this 2020 stink sucks. Samantha was planning a wedding. Yeah. Yeah, That goes to a whole other level. It's a whole other. Yeah. Yeah. So she's been having a hell of a year and she finally, finally was able to have her magical day and go on her honeymoon and you i'm so looking forward to this trip report so take it away okay so let's back way up to i think i told you guys about with this honeymoon almost didn't happen because i booked it like four seconds before they shut down reservations right um so that was interesting so it was last saturday uh cam and i were talking and he we were supposed to 
leave Monday and check in to Disney and then be there till Saturday morning and then check out of Disney and go to Universal. Well, Cam so lovingly decided to let me know that he didn't realize that we were supposed to be gone until Tuesday um, and that they had scheduled something that couldn't be rescheduled or needed to be done on Monday. And his boss was also on vacation. So we needed to come home on Sunday today instead of Tuesday. So that's why we're home a few days early. So we did not get to go to Universal, which is kind of sad, but I'm sure we'll be back. We, we say that about Universal every time, guys. Every time we're like, we're going to do Universal <laughs> this gonna trip. We're going to do it next time. We're going to do it this trip. And then something happens. And then we're like, oh, we'll be back. Yeah, but we did do a few new things. Um, so we flew into Orlando International. And I'm from Kansas City. So we flew out of Kansas City International. And there's a mask mandate here. So, of course, there was masks. Um, there are a couple of times that they do ask you to remove your mask, which is when they're checking your ID. Um, because they can't see your face um, unless you remove the mask. And then um, our airport was basically a ghost town. But part of that also was that, like, nothing was open. So there's, like, a Starbucks inside the terminal, not open. Um, like, there was the only thing that was open was, like, a small, like, kiosk. And by the time we had gotten there, because when you go to Kansas City, you can literally get there an hour before your flight. <laughs> Yeah, that's how we are here. And it was so picked over by the time because everybody was using that kiosk, mm. um, which I don't understand why the Starbucks weren't open. Right. That's, you know, here nor there. Weird. So I was a little grumpy because I usually, I didn't have, I didn't make a coffee before we left. I was just like, oh, I'll get coffee when we get to the airport. So, um, and I'm one of those when I drink coffee, I have to have like cream and sugar and stuff in it. Can't just have like a cup of coffee like Cam can out of the kiosk. So. I'm extra like that. So we got on the flight. Southwest is doing like that social distancing. So only um, two people per row, unless it's like, you know, three, a family of three that wants to sit together. Um, But they're recommending that you leave the middle seat open. Um, Pretty uneventful. We got to Orlando. So we, we were one of the last groups of people that were able to put the yellow tags on our luggage. So we went ahead and did that, but that expired June or July 16th. So if you're looking, if you're going to Disney soon, Magical Express will no longer pick up your luggage. Super important information. But it'll um, pick up you? It'll pick yes. up like humans. If you, you carry have to, ons. Yeah, but you have to pick up okay. your own luggage from baggage claim and take it down with you. Or they UPS no it to your hotel. Right. So uh, we got down there and we were walking and there was a gentleman who I would assume his name was um, Beckett. Actually, I remember his name for some reason. And he was standing there and he was dressed a little bit nicer and started talking to us and was kind of like, Oh, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Cause it's, you know, just a couple days after they reopened the, the rest of the resorts that are currently open. And we were chatting and he saw my shirt, which said honeymooning on it. And he was like, Oh, you know, and I said, yeah, we got married on the 4th of July. I were COVID couple. So we had, you know, whatever. And he was like, Oh, well, you know, let me make some calls for you. And I was like, let's see if we can do something special. And I just assumed maybe like calling a minivan or something, <laughs> like yeah. just getting, you know. Um, and he came over and he's like, well, I don't want you to wait too long. Um, but, you know, give me your cell phone number. And if I hear back from my friend, then I will, you know, give you a call. And we're like, okay. So we go get checked in and we're waiting, waiting and waiting. <laughs> and usually for Magical Express, like, you don't, I mean, 
15, 20 minutes in line. I mean, we waited. Yeah. It was almost an hour. Oh. I think it was like 40 minutes, 40 or 45 minutes. And I finally went back up to this gentleman and asked him, I was like, so if we decided to Uber, would you, would our luggage get picked up? And he was like, well, technically we're supposed to tell you that one person of the party has to ride, but you've already been checked in. So, um, you know, your luggage is already on its way to the resort by now. And we're like, okay. And he was, I was like, well, how much longer are we looking? And he's like, probably another like 30 to 45 minutes. Oh, bus gets here. yeah. So I guess they're, how many they're people best... are you waiting with a whole pile of them or so we're probably like four parties back. And at this point there had been like three parties that were taken onto a bus, but they were quote unquote, social distancing. So they could only yeah. take so many people yeah. per bus. And he said that there was limited bus capa- like capacity plus limited bus drivers because not all the resorts are open. Um, and we were going to Pop Century. So by the time I had decided that I was impatient um, and waiting, this wasn't worth the $30 that we would spend on an Uber. Like the line was all the way back past the kiosk where you check in like wow. for, for our resort. And everybody oh, said, wow. is this the line oh, no. to, like, oh, get gosh. on the bus? And they were like, yeah, you know, we're get, you know, we've, we've called the depot and let them know that we need additional buses. But it just, yeah. So anyway, <gasps> we get an, an Uber. We go to Pop Century. The room is not ready, but I need a change. And I just really don't like changing in bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So um, I asked if there was a room ready. And the girl was like, no, unfortunately not. And I was like, you don't have a single room already ready. And this whole, this whole thing, there's no way you guys are at capacity. Like that. I had a Karen moment. Like I was like, are you serious? Like, and she got on the computer. She's like, actually, yeah, we do have rooms open. Okay. So uh-huh. we went to, a, we dropped our, of course she put us at the very last room on the property line in the very back. So oh, back where you're like almost in art of animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went, I changed, we went to the front, we waited like five minutes for a bus in Animal Kingdom, we were on the bus all by ourselves. And that's kind of a theme, like, there were people, but there weren't people, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, even Cam was like, this is creepy. Um, we did stop and get refill mugs, Cam got the metal Star Wars one, which only comes in pink, by the way. And, okay. but it's fantastic because it kept ice cold, like ice frozen for 24 hours. Like wow. we, forgot to, we forgot to dump the cup out. Uh, you have to tell them what you want, and they give you a paper cup, um, depending on where you're at. Sometimes they put a lid on it, but most of the times we weren't even asked to, like, produce the cup. So I'm not telling you to steal from Disney. I'm just telling you that they're not really checking if you have a cup. Like, it's just kind of like you go up there and be like, hey, I need a Coke. And they're like, here you go. Uh, we get on the bus, and my phone rings, and I miss it, and so I call it back the I'm going to assume he was a supervisor of some sort of Magical Express. And he was like, I talked to my friend and, you know, it's your honeymoon. And we heard that since, you know, you had all these difficulties, Mickey would love to gift you guys with an upgrade. And we can offer you a room at the Boardwalk Inn if you're interested. And I was, I didn't even ask him. I was like, yes. Because how do you say no? I mean, in my right. mind, I was kind of like, if they offer us an upgrade, it's like, he's like, no pressure. If you don't want to stay here, no big deal. But I wasn't going to ask. I really wanted to be at Riviera. I wanted to be on the Skyliner really bad. Right. And, but you don't ask. You just take what you're offered. So I said, he's like, well, why don't you guys gather your stuff and then, you know, we'll get you over to on a, in a cab 
how they'd get you checked into Boardwalk. I was like, well, we're already on our way to Animal Kingdom. So they did hold our room pop century, and then after Animal Kingdom, we had to go back and grab our stuff. But um, we got to Animal Kingdom, and Cam was like, are you sure they're open? <laughs> really? Wow. Like, yeah. So we walked up to the – we had to go through the little tent. They had to take our temperatures, and – How's um, that go? Is it like it? a yeah. zappy thing? Hold on, Jeff. You're you're cutting up. Yeah, it's, it's like the gun, uh, like the no touch guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what we have at work. And I was right. super sweaty. Like I break a sweat oh, yeah. like immediately. So I was nervous because I was like, I mean, at work, if you sit in your car too long, go in and get your temperature taken, it'll say you have a fever. And the girl was telling me that these are some kind of like specialty hospital grade ones, and so they typically work better. Than those they actually take the real temperature, not just like the skin temp, I guess. Okay, nice. Um, and we never had any issue. Like, I told Kim, oh, I'm, like, I'm not 100% sure that they're even taking our temperature <laughs> because, you know, I'd be like dripping in sweat and they're like, you're good. Um, and it's 100.4 or under is clear to go. So we went in. Was there bag security? Yes and no. So you go through a metal detector, they'll ask you, do you have any like anything metal or aerosol or anything like that and um like they ask you to take it out of the bag and if it still goes off they do like a wand but they didn't really look in our bags at all like which was kind of kind of scary yeah we both kind of mentioned that that was kind of you know like somebody could easily come in with a weapon and it get past security so that's kind of but we walked right in we headed straight for pandora um, of course, we stopped in, in as much AC as possible because I'm a wimp. It's very hot. Uh, I will say, like, I kept my water cup in my hand quite frequently. And if I had my mask down but was actively drinking water, no one said anything. Um, and it really, like, some some cast members would not say anything to you about the mask. And some were like, if my mask was kind of loose because I have a little face um and it would slip down and it would touch like the tip of my nose but my nostrils would still be covered and they would ask me to you know put it all the way up to the bridge of my nose like they yeah they wanted it all the way up um that's crack they don't no one wants the mask crack out there no mask crack crack? i haven't heard mask crack yet i just made it up that's funny you need to hashtag that puppy you need to get that on stuff you need to put on t-shirts and everything right now yep um that's like flavor balls. Yep. Yeah. Um, you need to like, yeah, while you can. So we walked like basically right on flight of path. I think it took us longer to walk to the front of the line than it did <laughs> to actually it's get on line. the line. Um, we rode, I mean, we really took it pretty easy this trip. We rode flight of passage. We did Kilimanjaro safari, which we had our own safari on. Oh, and they do have nice. just the two of you? Yeah. It was just the two of us and, um, and a driver. And we, they have like a, plastic sheet we were sat in the wheelchair accessible one so we were sat in like this teeny tiny little bench and I love my husband guys but when it's hot like I don't want people touching me yeah and they kept putting us in these really small like faces together and I'm like oh it's hot um (laughs) but I asked the guy as we were pulling out I was like do we have to wear our mask because he was behind like a uh sneeze guard like a plastic oh, okay. guard. Mm-hmm. and between like us cab. and there was like nobody cab. yeah exactly and there was nobody else in there right and cam and i are very much on the train of fresh god made dirt and dirt don't hurt aka fresh air doesn't hurt anybody 
and we don't feel like we should have to wear a mask in the fresh air, but we play by the rules. So we asked, do we have to wear it because there's nobody else around? And he said, officially, I'm supposed to tell you that the only place you're allowed to remove your mask is your, if you're actively eating or drinking or if you are in a mask relaxation zone, which are areas where you can remove your mask, which is hilarious because these are indoors. Wow. <gasps> really? Yep. There's one in Pizza Fari. Oh. They have the tables six feet apart. And then there was one over uh, kind of by like Kilimanjaro Safari, but I can't remember the exact location. I just happened to see it as we were walking by. Uh, but to me, I'm like, why Why does it matter? Like, if it's okay for you to be outside with your mask off or inside with your mask off, but why does it matter? I mean, literally, there were times at Animal Kingdom, like, I was standing kind of at the crossroads, like, by the by the bathrooms, by Festival of the Lion King. And I, like, literally, mm-hmm. like, looked side to side and there wasn't a single soul around but Cam and I. Wow. Wow. And I'm like, why do I need to wear a mask? I mean, I get it. I get that they have to do it. You have to do it all the time because if they're like, you have to wear a mask while you're indoors, people would conveniently forget or their mask would have, you know, fallen out of their pocket or whatever. But I still don't think that we should have to wear a mask outside. But anyway, the guy went off the radio and he was like, well, I'm going to let you know that I'm going to say officially that I'm behind this sneeze guard and I don't have to wear a mask right now. Um, so I'm not going to tell you that you also have to wear your mask. So that was kind of nice. We were able well, to like, just take them down. Um, I mean, because we were we were very clearly separated. But don't right. tell me at home, kids. That was a very, I think, special circumstance that they allowed that. Uh, and I think it really just depends on the cast member that mm-hmm. you're with. Um, but I think that Kilimanjaro Safari, Safari and uh, Flight of Passage, the Safari, and then um, Expedition Everest were the only three rides we rode. And my mask definitely fell off on Expedition Everest. Like, it came down. Oh, yeah. And I, I had to kind of, like, hold it up. Um, and they will not, like, they have turned off all the little, like, um, the bing, little like, magic band thing where you go scan your band for your picture because they're screening all the pictures for people that for their mask off. And if you have your mask off, your picture won't come through. So, like, my mask fell off, and so in the picture, it just shows, like, a blank. Um, there's, like, nobody in the the car, in the car because my mask fell off, which is fine, I guess. Um, I've also heard um, if you don't have – if you have a, a mask with another brand on it as well, they won't take the picture, which I find funny because William always has an Under Armour T-shirt on or a Nike shirt or something, and that's fine. But they want you to have a Disney mask or like a plain mask. I don't know if that's actually. I just saw that on a post, so I don't I haven't verified well, Cam that. Cam had one. Cam had a Mandalorian mask on both times, both like that's what the two masks he had. Yeah. So I don't know, but um, and I my mask just had that day just had my monogram on it that I put on it, so I would assume that that was okay, but yeah, um. I would assume that our picture did not come through because my mask fell off. It wasn't like I took it off. It just physically the force of the drop caused my mask to come down. So I did learn that. Because we discussed your faces too. Yeah. So a lot of the adult masks don't fit. It's not too small in general. I'm just petite. um, But (laughs) but children's size masks are typically too small. Um, But I've learned that if your mask is too big, you'll actually like suck it in. And that is more uncomfortable than it being like firmly put on your face. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you feel like you're suffocating. That's but like if being it's in like a firm- pillowcase. It's yeah, too big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So after that, we went, we went and got our stuff from Animal Kingdom, 
and we took a taxi over to Boardwalk, and we got to Boardwalk. And I'll tell you guys, they have these hotels locked down tighter than a prison right now. They're just like, usually you could just say, oh, I'm checking in, and they wave you through, or oh, I have a pizza delivery, and I, they wave you through, and now it's like, you know, we had to scan our band, we had to show our IDs, we had to like, I mean, to they the don't- lobby? Yes, they didn't want anybody like to go through the gate that wasn't staying there. Now, no one ever checked our stuff when we like went used Disney transportation and went to different resorts, but like getting in if we took an Uber or whatever was always like, you know, they wanted to look up our reservation and they always would like tell us what our room number is and we're like what our room number is, but that's fine. <laughs> um, just remind you. <laughs> just remind us in case we forgot. That's good. So we, um, we went to the front desk and we said, you know, we've been over here from Pop Century and they were like, oh, yes, we're expecting you. And then like the whole staff knew that we were honeymooners. Like everybody was like, congratulations, Aww. like all week. Like everybody's like, how's your honeymoon? Like, but that just shows how little amount of people are on property right now when the whole staff knows who you are. Like, like literally everybody. Um they gave us chocolates and we were like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, just out of curiosity, I was like, what room type are we in? I just expected we would be in a studio because the vi- the villas are the only part of Boardwalk Inn that's open. Yeah. And the girl got a smirk on her face and she's typing away and she's like, do you want to know or do you want it to be a surprise? And I'm like, I looked at Cam and I was like, I want to know because <laughs> I like, I don't like surprises. She goes. We have a garden or pool view, one bedroom villa for you. And I was like, Ugh. like Cam and I could never afford that in a million years. Like that's just way, I mean, I think the average cost of it's like, I looked it up like seven, over $700 a night mm-hmm. or over $600 a night. So that was pretty, nothing like that's ever happened. Like I've had little amounts of pixie dust happen here and there. Like, you know, oh, your, your drinks are on us or your ice cream's on us, but never a room upgrade like that, which I mean, it was kind of bittersweet. We love pop and we wanted to be on the Skyliner, but how do you say no to a deluxe resort? Right. So we were able, we actually had some friends who live in the area who brought us groceries because I was like, well, we have this full kitchen and we got super spoiled. We kept saying, this is so nice. Like, it's just so nice to go back to the hotel and kind of eat like normal food that we I didn't cook like big dinners, but we got some frozen pizza and some snacks and just things, you know, so we weren't constantly running down to get get something, Mm -hmm. but that's the thing about the board. Yeah. The thing about the boardwalk is that there isn't any quick service or restaurants in the actual hotel. You have to go down to the boardwalk. Oh yeah. They're on the boardwalk. There's a pizza window and there's a bakery, Mm -hmm. but it's like very, very limited. And there's also a kiosk out there that we saw that had like hot dogs and stuff like that. And it was open from like four to midnight, but none of the food kiosks were open. Was the margarita one open? Nope. Damn. Nope. That's no good. Um, so it was like, was the Abracadab bar open? (gasps) They were open. Yep. Love that bar. They were open. Um, but Jelly Rolls was closed. The dance hall was closed. Which the dance uh, hall, there's so much room. I'm like. Nobody goes there anyway. Yeah, nobody goes there say, anyway. No one would know if it was open or not. <laughs> exactly. Um, jelly, jelly Rolls, they could, they could easily, like, limit capacity and, it, you know, keep it open. Um, ESPN bar was closed. Or restaurant was closed. Um, Ample Hills Creamery was closed. Um, and if we wanted to walk across the lagoon, Beach Club, their quick service was open and Beaches and Cream was open, clearly. Um, and we did go to Beaches and Cream and it was very good as always. Uh, but I got the brownie Sunday and I would not recommend the brownie. No, no was, way, Jose. I was, 
Yeah, I should have done that. I should have always, it, always. But I did. I wanted to branch out and do something different. And he's like, the brownie's really soft and like warm, and it was like very dense and fudgy. And I was like, no, this is not what I want. Heavy, heavy, and it's hot. Yeah. So, um, and Tuesday we went to Magic Kingdom. We had a few more people there. Like we felt like it was a little bit busier than Animal Kingdom. Um, was the bus still, there? Like, it was. Full, but they're not allowing people to stand. Okay. So once it was full, it, and you're assigned a number, so you tell them how many people's in your party, and there's six stations, and your um, like station one has five seats, station two has two seats, station three has three seats, station five also had five seats, I think, um, for bigger families, and so you're assigned a station, and that's where you go and sit. So you, it's not like a free for all. Um, and there's dividers in between each kind of, like, station. Okay. Um, we went over to Magic Kingdom. Like, we walked on Peter Pan. It was, like, once we walked through all of the, you know, the Darling House and everything, I mean, we basically walked on. Um, we went and got Splash merch, what was left of Splash merch. Um, we had to get in a waiting room, like, where they text you. So that was the thing. Like, with the merchandise locations, there would be a cast members one way in, one way out, and they would have a phone number. Give and then they would text you when it's your turn to go into the shop. Really? Really. Not all the shops, but like, so like, yeah, when it hit capacity or like the more popular stuff. So like the Emporium, Splash Mountain merch, um, stuff like that. So um, we go to get on Splash Mountain. We get on, we take off, we go around that first corner and we start Mm -hmm. to go up the first hill and we just Mm -hmm. stop. Yeah. And I saw the I saw the evac lights go on, and then they went off, and then they went on, and then they went off for a few minutes, and then they like, and it was, and then all of a sudden, like all the music quit, the animatronic quit, and then the lights went back on, and then this guy that was nicely dressed came over and was like, "I'm gonna get the car in front of you out, and then I'll come and get you guys out." And they did give us a fast pass, so they're still doing fast pass for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went, ended up going to Pico Bills, which, by the way, Toffee Bar is closed. If you yeah. order the nachos, they give you, like, a lettuce and tomato tray, and then they have prepackaged, like, sour cream and salsa. Um, but they didn't have any shredded cheese or pico or anything like that. Yeah. All, um, which, mm. I was like, that's kind of a bummer. Um, so we went over there and got a snack, and we waited for Splash Mountain to come up. And then we had dinner. Where did we have dinner reservations at? I have, like, short-term memory loss already about this trip. Which way? Had- this was it homecoming night? Yep. We went to homecoming. Um <laughs> Shelby knows my trip better than I do. Well, I was um, following you. I was so excited. Yeah, we uh, went back to the hotel and took a nap. And Cam said if it was up when we were to go to dinner that we could run back to Magic Kingdom and ride it. But it never came back up. It was down for the no. entire day. And that's that's the only thing that kind of like stuck the snow park hopping thing. Yeah, is that it would have been so nice to like run over there the next morning or that afternoon or yeah. Thursday morning and ride it but you can't uh, which the guy the I was talking to the concierge at the hotel and explained the situation I was like it's my favorite ride I'm afraid I won't get to ride it again before you know the refurb and he kind of hinted that the refurb was going to be a while like it's that's a, I think that too but, I do he, I think that's yeah. too yeah like it kind of sounded like maybe next year but he didn't he's like of course we don't know for sure I think um, they're gonna wait until after the 50th yeah I think it's gonna be a while that would be um, but I, he said that with the quarantine and everything, it's just kind of slowed everything down considerably. 
Um, and then he did say, he's like, well, maybe Mickey can make some magic and you guys can visit another day this trip if you don't have park tickets. And we explained to him that we would love to, but uh, we had plans this weekend that we were leaving on Sunday morning. And so we didn't really have time. But So he was trying to help us out by getting us maybe like a free pass to go and ride it or whatever. But it just didn't work with our schedule. So then we went to homecoming which oh my gosh was fantastic highly, what did highly you have funny. so what, i don't oh know everything i had the white peach sangria and mm. cam had mm-hmm. the moonshine mule i think is what it was called <gasps> that was really good and the white mm. peach, like i could have drank a gallon of that white peach sangria like you couldn't <laughs> taste the alcohol in it at all very dangerous and then we had the deviled eggs which were massive <laughs> like uh, they it, it had double to be like, for jigs they weren't big eggs, but the filling, the egg yolk filling was like triple what it normally was. I don't know if they like fluff That's it up to, and pipe it in or what. And then it had bake, each piece had a bacon on it. So it was six. Oh my goodness. It was three eggs halved, but like Cam had four of them and I had two. So I had a full egg and he had two full eggs and we were full. Like we were like, oh, and then I, or I actually ordered the kids chicken tenders, which she said was the same breading. Like they make it the same as the fried chicken. Cause I was like, there's no way I'm going to eat three pieces of fried chicken. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh, we can order, you can order the. Um, the chicken tender, she's like, you guys have already ordered drinks and an appetizer, so I'm not really worried about you just ordering a $10 meal and leaving. And um, so I got the mashed potatoes, the green beans with that, and then we got a side of mac and cheese. And Cam got the salmon or the catfish. One of the two, I can't remember. It was some type of fish. He said it was really, really good. Uh, I made myself sick on the mac and cheese. Everybody said it was super rich, and it was, but I didn't feel like it was overly heavy. Um and I'm not normally a homemade mac and cheese person. I like craft mac and cheese. So the fact that I made myself sick on it is a testimony of it. And we walked around a little bit. And then we went back to the hotel. And then Wednesday, we went to Hollywood Studios. Okay, this is where people were frustrated. So it was opening day for the public. It was extremely busy. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Runaway Railway had no less than an 80-minute wait all day. Wow. It felt like a normal summer day to me. Um, we ended up DASing that one. I will say it was cute. If I had the kids with it with me, I'd write it again. I don't know if I'd wait more than 30 minutes for that. Yeah. Really? I'm not a big fan of the new Mickey animation, though. Yeah, me neither. Uh, me too. And they use the same technology as they use in Frozen with putting the faces on um, digitally. I mean, the, the animation, like the... The actual background animation is amazing, but the, like, actual storyline is, like, Mickey and Minnie are going on this date. Now, I will say the coolest part to me of the whole ride was, you know, on the great movie ride when you would go into the room and there would be, there was the movie screen with the old, um, like, movie trailers? Yeah, yeah. So, I thought we would be watching, like, Mickey shorts while we wait, but they've actually divided that room into, like, mini, um, mini theaters, and you were assigned a number, and so you go and stand on your number for social distancing or whatever, and you actually watch this short that you're, and then all of a sudden, I don't want to, like, spoil it for you guys, but all of a sudden, the background, there's, like, smoke, and, like, a door appears. That's cool. So, and you go into, the storyline is you're going into the the animation, the the cartoon, um, and you get into Goofy's train, and then he takes you around or whatever, and things go awry, and it kind of like we kept saying we need to like take like be on drugs for this, like it was very like 
Trippy. Yes, very trippy. Very like in your face, bright colors, overwhelming. But the little details that I did focus on, I really liked. Um, I noticed people in other cars that maybe have ridden it before were doing certain movements. So I don't know if there's like a way to like trigger certain reactions, like if it's interactive um, or they were just doing that. I, I have no idea. But like there was a dance scene where they're like doing dance moves, like, and they were all kind of doing the same thing. And I was like, are we supposed to dance? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> um, but we need to know. Yeah, I'm glad that we got to the park early, even though it said like, don't. Don't worry about being there early. There's plenty of rise of the resistance passes. No, that no, that was not the That's case. That's what I've heard. I've heard they're going. They go within like 30 seconds. Right. Like, so boom, I went in. Boom. I was there. I added. Now you can get them. PM. You can get them at 10 a.m. 1 p.m. 1, 1 p.m. and 4, 4 p.m. But we talked to two open. families. Yeah. One one tried at 10, couldn't get it. One tried at Ooh. one, couldn't get it. Ugh. And then another one started did all three and four o'clock and still couldn't get it. So. There's enough people in the park, if that tells you anything, at least that day, when it's at capacity. So, um, so I ended up going in, and it kept telling, saying, error, error, error. Well, then I noticed that Cam had a pass, but I didn't. And I was like, well, I just want you to ride. Like, it's more important to me that you ride. And he was like, I'm not going without you. It's our honeymoon. That's not fun. Um, so we actually went to the guest experience tent which other pro hack, if you need to talk to guest experience about this, go to the one over by the Muppets. Don't wait in the line on the one on Grand Boulevard. It's ridiculous. It's super long. Oh, the one like the so is the park. one. Yeah. Well, there's, and so there's one over there's by the, the Chinese Theater. That one there's one over busy. towards Toy Story Land, too. Yeah. So we went to the, but we that went to the one, one yeah. on our way to Galaxy's Edge. Oh, no. Yeah, that's good. Because that one's um, busy, too. And it. It like we were like third line, and I just went and explained the situation. I was like, you know, I I don't know why it just grabbed him, not me. And then by the time I went to make myself a pass, it wasn't available. Um, I can't add myself, and he was like, oh, it's okay, this happens sometimes. So it was like a known glitch. Yeah. And like everybody in line, like the two people in front of us, the two people behind us, was like all had the same thing. Like we were all kind of talking. <laughs> like oh, that was random, all their their problem. Yeah, like everybody was having the same issue, and they said that. Um, you know, it is what it is. So they they went ahead and added me with no problem. So we were group 15, and the park opened at 10. We went and um, walked around Galaxy's Edge. We, we got a, the DAS for Mickey and Minnie's. We went to Galaxy's Edge. We walked around. Then we got uh, we got called back. I actually, Cam left me in the shade because I was like, nope, not about this life. Um, <laughs> we got a drink he left me in the shade he went walked around and then like not even 10 minutes later I got the the buzz that it's time to go so we went and did that and then but when we got in line it like was maybe like a 20 minute wait it moves pretty fast it looks longer than what it is because everyone's six feet apart oh, the line's so, long, long yeah, and that line's right long and they yeah. have markers that line's really so long. It, you know, and everybody I would say was actually really respectful of the markers for the most part. The only thing that sucked was like bigger families would kind of spill into the next marker almost. Mm. So you would have to like skip a marker if you wanted to really be away from them. So um, you're in your own group. They still they did the whole thing, you know, the pre-show, mm -hmm. the second pre-show. Mm -hmm. um, Stormtrooper, the third. Room, you know, the third room, <laughs> the third pre-show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they did all of it. 
That's um, cool. I accidentally almost ran over a cast member when the door opened. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize one was going to pop out at me. And he was like, oh. Um, now, we- I, have, I have questions about this because this ride is very um, – it eats crowds. Like, that's what it's for. Like, that whole line, the whole – like, there, there is. There's three pre-shows. Like, they're eating right. the crowd. So, Okay. So when you're on the transporter, how many people were on your transporter with you? So there's six parties per per group. Yeah. So okay. if your party is four people, then you're all on number one. Okay. So they do six. Okay. I was curious because so the transporter markers. is kind of small. Yeah, six markers, and so you get your number right before you go into the room with Ray for Ray okay. to brief you yeah. or whatever, and yeah. they tell you stick with your number. So we okay. were number four, and so we were number four in there. We were number four in line the to get the transporters right there. Yeah, we were number four in the transporter. Now walking from you know in the stormtrooper room over to the right. other room, and then we were put in the room where you're in like the cage or whatever. And Hux shows uh, up. Yeah. Yeah. You, we were only in there with one other party, and they told us, you know, okay, please move to the back of the room, and then they told them, please move to the front of the room. So okay. they, like, kind of distanced us. Um, right. And we were in our own, like, car. So there wasn't oh, anyone in nice. there with us. So, oh, that's really that's nice. Cool. Yeah. So that was kind of nice because there's no way to be six feet because they're, like, just two rows. Um, right. That car is jammed. Yeah. And, like, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, we were, like, every other row. Um, okay. But I didn't tell Kim anything that was going to happen. Yeah. So, and it's hilarious when people are on the transporter because they're like, is this the ride? Do we just right. wait and line for this? Oh, we did ride Star Tours. The funniest thing about Star Tours was, was there's dividers. So it's like two or four seats and then there's a divider and the divider is put in the seats with car seats. I saw that. They did that on Soren too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So they got a bunch of booster seats and they like, they like screwed these plexiglass pieces on them and then they strapped them into the ride why I find this hilarious I don't know but I was like somebody somebody was literally driving home one day and trying thinking of a solution and they looked in the back of their car and saw their Uh kids booster seat and they came dragging that thing in to work uh-huh. the next morning, I and then, hey, I got it. And then their that's wife was exactly... like, "Hey, where's the kids' booster seat?" Like, right. That's, oh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But you could tell that they anticipated people trying to use the cup holders because they like screwed the cup holders and like secured oh, them so you can't funny. pull them out. Oh, that's because funny. Because I was, I was going to put my cup holder in one, and I tried to pull it out, and of course they thought about that. But um, but yeah, that's exactly what happened. Is somebody was like. But then I was like, you know, this just goes to show that little ones can ride these rides with these yeah. car seats. Yeah. My dog is getting into something, I'm pretty sure. I can hear a little paw doing something that she's not supposed to be doing in the other room. Your home now. Um, yeah. So So what do you think? Well, it's funny because we get on the thing and he's just grinning from ear to ear. He's got a Aww. mask on, but I can see like his cheeks. You see the eyes. And Aww. so we go into and he's like, you know, I can tell he's super excited and we go into the room, and I don't know, what's the name for those big, huge things? The AT. AT. Yeah. yeah. He goes, excuse my language, holy shit. He yeah. didn't realize that they were to scale. And, to scale, yeah. Yeah. And so, and he didn't, like, look into this at all. Like, he didn't want to watch the video. Right, And right. so we get in, and he's just, he, you can just tell he's just still, like, cheesing. And then we get into the lift, and we go up, and he's like woo and then we go to the lift again and we drop and he's like oh shit again 
It wasn't what did he it. think of the one area that really other like, like the whole thing but that the uh, yeah the at ats and then the one when you fly by and it's the gunners on the right but you look or on the left i'm sorry the gunners are firing on your left and you look to the right and you're like it looks like you're in space yeah like it's um i insane. think he was just too overwhelmed by like the at scale part okay of it, like this um it was insane. Like, I, yeah, but we got off and he was like, yeah, that was about as good as I wanted. Oh, good. <laughs> like, you know, he was, but he wanted to write again, of course. Because there's like, yeah. like I, I texted you. I was like, oh my gosh, if you can do this twice and like do it because there's like little, like Finn is hidden throughout it in some areas. I like, did see Finn. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. They hid like hidden Mickey's got hidden Finn's? Yeah, there's like yeah, yeah they've hit stuff throughout the whole thing. Like it's crazy. Like you miss details because the first time you're very overstimulated. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I that queue is large enough that I don't think the virtual queue is needed. Yeah, um, I think huge. that I think that if they would have just had people social distance, I think it would have been fine. Um, but clearly Disney didn't hire me to make those decisions, so they know better than me. I personally think that it probably would have been fine. Uh, we didn't make it over to start. We made it over to Toy Story Lane. I went to. The- bathroom cam's like do you want to do anything i think slinky dog dash had an hour wait i said absolutely not um and we went back to the resort so um and then we took a nap and we came back and we did rock and roller coaster and tower we each had 20 minute wait nothing crazy cam went to savvy's um they are not doing custom lightsabers but they have legacy lightsabers it's kind of funny you ask them about legacy lightsabers and they act like it's all like a big um like secret and they're like okay and they like take you in the back door and they knock i didn't get to go with cam because i had drinks in my hands which what did i have to drink uh surly sarlacc the surly sarlacc is very good if you like sweet (laughs) drinks um very very good but was rise the resistance everything you wanted it to be yeah 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 (laughs) yeah um cool so then we got, he got some lightsaber. It's a double saber. Somebody from Clone Wars, I think, or something. Soka. Soka. Okay. Um, getting the lightsabers home was kind of a funny thing. We had to mail the blades home because we flew Spirit and we didn't realize that we wouldn't be able to carry them on. Oh. So we mail, we brought the handles home and the luggage, which of course got pulled over by TSA this morning. Um, what but the hell's that? yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I I literally yelled over the girl. I was like, "There is stupid lightsabers!" And then she started laughing. <laughs> She's like, "I gotta check them out anyway." And we're like, "That's fine." But we had, but by mailing the blades home this morning, I got a new Junie purse. So we just mailed it home with it, <laughs> with them. Um, you know, we always leave with way less stuff than we come home. We're like, "What the hell? Where'd all this stuff come from?" Uh-huh. Um. And then comes Epcot. So this is why that mask policy is now in place about not being able to walk around. <laughs> food and wine. wine. Because there's literally yeah. no mask Everybody's always has food. at all. Mm-hmm. And I thought there would be like areas that like, oh, you have to go in this area to eat your food. Right. To take your mask off, right? right? No. No. The only thing that made me mad was that, okay, first of all, it was all flower and garden merch. None of the actual food and wine merch is out. They got to get rid of it. <laughs> Right. Second of all, they didn't get to sell any of it. Yeah. And second of all, <laughs> we, I was talking to a guy and he was like, well, this is actually a taste of Epcot. It's not actually the real 
food and wine festival. And there were so many stands that had signs up that said coming this fall. So they didn't have oh. the booths open. They only had like the hard hitters, like Germany and China and Canada, like uh, Places that are already Hawaii. There. Yeah. Shimmering sips, like stuff like that. They didn't have all of the little ones like yeah. the Alps and you know, all this stuff. So there, it was kind of like one of those things like, Hey, we're glad you're here. Here's a food booth, but come back later this fall for all of them type of thing. Um, which in my humble opinion, I don't think that Disney will be open in the fall. I think we'll go through another shutdown and they'll be closed personally, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, that's why the mask policy was in place. But I mean, we rode, we rode Soren, we rode Living with the Land, Spaceship Earth. I think that's it. And we walked on pretty much all of them. Uh, um, like we cool. didn't wait more than like 20 minutes for anything. That's at all. really nice. That's so um, nice. And then we pretty much closed out the place. We did find this really cool. I don't know if it's been there in the past, but it's like this festival center. It had like a blue like scrim. And and we went in, and it was super cute. It would have been, a, this, like, a huge wedding. But if they would have um, blocked off, like, they had chandeliers and all this draping. And I was like, this would have been super cute for a wedding. <laughs> um, but had, like, a stage. I'm guessing that's where they do, like, typically, like, the cooking demonstrations. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. But they had four booths in there. And it was super nice because air conditioning. There were chairs and tables that you could sit at. Sat in there for a minute. Um, Cam tried all sorts of different things. Of course, I didn't eat or drink much, but I did get my mimosa from Shivering Sips. Good. Um, Good. My tropical nice. mimosa. And then nice. I got something else, but I can't remember what it was. I mean, it's just hard because you're like, you got your mask on, you're trying to eat your food. I mean, I, I got cheese soup and filet mignon, of course. And then uh, I got the pasta gratin from germany and that tasted like really really bad over baked ham mac and cheese it was terrible um we fed the duck that was and then they followed me around for like an hour oh yeah they're so excited yeah i was like oh um i've all of a sudden discovered tiktok so i make i made a tiktok of cam feeding them and it's like the don't be suspicious don't be suspicious (laughs) and he's like feeding the ducks um but we got caramel popcorn and caramel apples and we just like ate around it was just the only complaint I have is that you could tell that it was just different it felt more like an amusement park than like Disney because there was no performers and there was no there was they said that the princesses were supposed to be out like Aurora's uh Elsa Anna I've seen Anna and Elsa yeah at one point we were we heard the frozen music and somebody was like, Oh, someone Royal is coming at one of the, um, food booths. But we like looked around and she never came. Oh, we went to Mexico. We got a margarita inside Mexico and rode Donald Duck boat ride. Um, it's a good taco. The Mar. Oh yeah. The ribeye taco. That was That's a good taco. That's one of Pete's favorites. Yeah. It was really good. Um, but the margarita place inside Mexico, it was, Walk, it was like a walkthrough, so no <laughs> table seating. Drive-by. Um, yeah, it was just literally a drive-by. Um, and people kept asking for tables, and they're like, nope, you just have to order and go. Um, so, But my thing is, I don't know how Disney's doing that, because right now bars in Florida are supposed to be closed, and they're not serving more than 50% of their sales have to be in food. 
So I don't know if they're they're Disney's like, oh, all of our bars are under one umbrella because of they're like all one company. they're yeah. all from right. Epcot. Disney has the license, <laughs> not each bar. Right, like yeah. Each, yeah. So I but um, you know that was my biggest complaint is just like you know you could tell the the cast members weren't as in theme like Haunted Mansion they weren't in theme. Um, a lot of that has to do with facial expressions. Like when we were getting off Haunted Mansion, the girl was like, okay, have a good day. And she's like, like, <laughs> like, like waving. And then like the guy, Peter Pan didn't sprinkle, you know, do the pixie dust and like close. Oh, know, across. Right. And he was like, seriously, like, very, like didn't even have a smile on his face. Um, like just like little things like that. And I don't know if it's just because they're overwhelmed from being back at work because I know how exhausting it is to go back to work after being off for several weeks from like, or if. There and a lot like at one point we in Germany Cam waited like 20 minutes for a beer and I was like what are you doing and she came over and he was like oh they don't usually work here they work some like attractions or something like that and so they're like learning how to run a beer stand so they can be at work so it's like a lot of patience on that kind of stuff um, a lot of cross training I guess going on but I missed I definitely missed like the entertainment aspect of it and I don't I didn't miss the fireworks but now that I'm home I'm kind of like you never got that like com- like closure for, to the day like there wasn't any reason to stay if that makes sense like it wasn't like oh fireworks are at nine and it's seven thirty, so let's go find something to do it's just like okay well I guess we'll go now um kind of the same thing with the resort like we're value resort people but if we were at the value resorts we would be bored like, at least yeah. we had the boardwalk to, like, walk around. We did ride the Skyliner a couple times just to ride it. Um, so did you, you walked to Epcot. Did you, oh, no, you went to Chef Mickey's. Uh, we went to Chef Mickey's on Thursday morning. So we. Before Epcot. Um, we took, yeah, we took the bus to Magic Kingdom and then took the monorail over. Okay. Um, and they have like dividers in the monorail, which is weird. Um, between the cars, like if the cars are open, they have like these dividers, and Cam's like, they don't um, even like touch the sides or like the bottom. So what are they doing? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, but all, all in all, it was it was like a once in a lifetime experience to go and not have, and it was kind of nice not having fast pass because you're just like, oh. But I kept going. Our plan is that we don't have a plan because Cam's like, what are we doing? And I'm like, right. I don't know, because usually I'm like, okay, we have a fast pass for this at 11, so we're going to do this, this, and this, and then do that. Right. And then we have a fast pass at 2, so we're going to do this, this, and this, and then that. But it was just like, nowhere to start. <laughs> it was like overwhelming, but underwhelming at the same time, because you just didn't know what to do. I mean, but this was a lot slower of a trip for us. Like, we didn't try to do all the things, so mostly because it was hot. And I will win. Cam's built for the heat because he works in yeah. it. Yeah. So it wasn't a big deal for me. But, um, and to Discovery Cove, I'll try to like make this a little short, but went to Discovery Cove on Friday. Um, we got there a little late. They actually open at 7 30. Um, you can go have breakfast and then the pools open at nine. <laughs> um, did not realize that the stingrays are free um, <laughs> roaming in the saltwater pool. Yeah. So you get, yeah. so you're handed like a puppies. snorkel, yeah, a bag, and it has this, you check in, and it's this beautiful lobby, and, you know, they get you all set up, and they give you a pass, and you go in, and you get, you're walking through the path, and you get a snorkel, and what's nice about Discovery Cove is your walkers included, sunscreens included, wetsuits are included, 
Um, you do have to wear a wetsuit or a jacket. I wore a wetsuit because I'm a ginger, so that was pretty awesome. It was hot before I got in the water, but I liked that I didn't get sunburned. <laughs> um, yeah. So they give you, so we get our mask, you get our snorkel, you keep the snorkel, but you return the mask. We get our wetsuits on, we get over to the saltwater pool, and I am terrified of fish touching me and stingrays because stingrays um a stingray jumped on my back when I was seven in Grand Cayman and if you've never been to Grand Cayman wild stingrays are very large like yeah can be up to eight feet across and I am this little tiny person I'm only five feet so you can imagine what I was like at seven years old um and I was scarred for life I I can't with stingrays and I'm not afraid of getting stung or anything I just I'm like nope so here I am trying to get, I'm like, oh, fish. Oh, that's a big fish. <laughs> like, and she was like, you're Aww. fine. You're fine. And then I was Aww. like, where are the stingrays? Because I thought they were in with the sharks, like under the glass. And he came mm-hmm. like, oh, there's one right behind you. And I turned around to you and it's like, oh. <gasps> and he said that I literally ha- walked on water. Like, <laughs> I physically walked on water to get out of that pool. Get out of there fast. <laughs> Cam said I ran on water. There was no water. Yeah, you got um, fast. I got the heck out of there. <laughs> and Cam's like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. And the lifeguard's like laughing. She's like, she sees this all the time. And I'm like, yeah. he's like, there's only like a couple. And I was like, okay. So I went to get back in the water and all of a sudden there's like seven of them. And I was like, <gasps> oh, hell oh, and no. And of course, they're, they're like cats. They're, they're going yes. around you because you're the one who doesn't like them. Yeah. And yeah. they're everywhere. And they will not stop. And like these things, like he was like, just come to like ankle lake. They won't come up to the shore. Oh, no. These things came to like the three inch water mark. They, were they haven't like, seen anybody oh, in forever. They're so yeah. excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very... Well, they've been open since, like, so they, June 11th or whatever. Like yeah. Yeah, but... But she said they love to be padded, like dogs. Yeah. So... But the, we went the to the World Beach Aquarium in February one time, and there was, it was like a ghost town, and the uh, stingrays and the little touch tag thing just mobbed us. Yeah. Because Aww. the same they thing. Is, they missed being yeah. pet. They really <laughs> like to be pet. Yeah, Which yeah. Is weird. so the, weird. the babies, you can tell what the who the babies are because they'll run from Cam got in and swam, and I was like, I'm good. I'm going to get a drink in the shade. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> so, I got the drink package. I'll be over here. I got the drink. Yeah, I got the drink package. The drinks are excellent. And then they have a freshwater side, which is like 85 degrees, and it has a lazy river. It, and it was that was really nice. That was my jam. Um, you can swim to go see the otters, and the otters are behind the glass. But we went over there twice, and we never saw any otters, so I don't know if it mm. was too hot for them. Um, and then Friday, and so I will say this: masks were required when getting food, when going through the reception area, and anywhere with a roof. However, no, or like if you're getting drinks or whatever, nobody put their mask on to get drinks. Nobody enforced. I mean, literally, there was zero mask enforcement at all at Discovery Cove. So. Take that with what you will. It doesn't bother us, but some people would be very, very uncomfortable with that. Um, Disney Springs was super busy, and mask enforcement there was very little, and that made me uncomfortable. Like, it was, like, shoulder-to-shoulder people. Um, And a lot of the stores closed at 7 to 8 at night. We are night owls, so I expected to go and be able to shop until 10 o'clock, but only Disney-owned stuff is open that late, so... Keep that in mind because I didn't get to go to Vera Bradley, which is my favorite. Um, and then we went to SeaWorld. SeaWorld is included. You get 14 days of unlimited visits to SeaWorld and Aquatica. 
from the first day that you go to Discovery Cove. So if we That's were there nice. another week, we could go there every day if we wanted. Yeah. Um, I'm a roller coaster junkie, and we went on one roller coaster at SeaWorld, and I was like, hell no. I feel <laughs> like I am on a roller coaster trap of death. Um, <laughs> we went on the Kraken. That thing went upside down like seven times. No, no, absolutely uh-uh. not. What's the other one? The other um, one's the... Um... The, the stingray. The, they did yeah. the man, man trip. Uh, uh, the stingray. Manta ray one or that's something. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We, we did. Yeah, the manta. That one you like lay down, and so I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, I'm usually not afraid of roller coasters. Like this, this one like messed me up. Hmm. We went on some Atlantis ride. It was kind of cool. It was like a mix between a roller coaster and a lot and like Splash Mountain. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, it's just not as themed at SeaWorld. Like, it doesn't tell a story. It's just like, oh, that's pretty okay. I'm going to drop now. Good defeat. Um, and then we went, went to see... The whole purpose to go to SeaWorld was to see the orcas. Because orcas are my favorite animal. So they don't have them anymore, right? They do movie. have them. They don't breed them anymore, but they do have... Yeah, these are these the, are the ones last ones. Have. Yeah, and they have a baby. You can tell that he's a baby, but he's the last baby that was ever born. Yeah. I um, mean, he's a male, and they did say that if there was happened to be a natural breeding of orcas, that they wouldn't stop with that. But they well, how are they gonna stop that? I was gonna say, right. I don't want that like, job. But, but, near that. but yeah, as far as stick. my as far as my research can tell, there's never been a natural conception of an orca in captivity. In captivity. So they don't seem to mate in captivity. Um, but we went to the show. We had great seating. The show, it started to sprinkle. There was like a storm passing by and they started the show and it was great. And then all of a sudden the whales got on the platform, they bowed and they like were signaled to go back into the back and then everything went dead quiet. And we were like, uh, and the trainers don't get in the water with them anymore. So they were like on the the platforms with them. Yeah. And so they like dance with them. They do different stuff. I think we were close to the end of the show because they're doing Orca Encounter. It's not the actual show that they do. It's um, basically just like highlights of things that they've taught them to do. And yeah. all of a sudden it was like, this show has been canceled due to inclement weather. And the next show wasn't until like 5.30. So the yeah. thing about SeaWorld is like 99% of the things are outside. Jen probably knows this from San Antonio. Oh. Um, <laughs> and so when there's inclement weather, there's literally nothing to do except eat so we grabbed some lunch and we paid $80 for a fast pass we didn't use so we went to guest services and I got that refunded um surprisingly I thought they would not refund us but I was like we didn't even get to use this because everything's been down all day like we got there at 11 45 and by one o'clock everything was shut down because of lightning in the area so and the two rides that they do have indoor were shut down because of COVID however they were allowing you to walk through the animal exhibits in the ride. So we're all like, you can go into the exhibit, but you can't ride the ride. Here, when there is inclement weather, um, even like it's just in the forecast, they will say, you know, we're closing early beforehand and they will shut down completely. Um, and even if it ends up never even raining like a drop, but they do it if it's forecast. Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm sure it's because it's less of a less of a tourist area than Orlando. Um, there were quite a few people in line that were having the same complaint as us. Is 
like people they were sold these quick cues that's what they call them there and yeah. all the rides didn't were all walk on all day this one guy was like i spent three hundred dollars uh. for this and, and i didn't all the rides are like walk-ons and the guy was like well you know and he was like no like your person sold me this product and this is a scam and i i I mean i kind of felt the same way i felt like the girl at the register should have told me well you know you don't really need it i mean i know that they're in the business of making money but nine eighty eight dollars is a lot of money to spend on something you don't for two people for something you don't even use plus two of the rides that you can use it on are closed they were right. Yeah. So, I mean, Sesame Street was definitely cute. Um, all of the rides were closed because they're all, but you know, that thing about SeaWorld, if you're looking for air conditioning, SeaWorld is not your friend. There's air conditioning in like the shark exhibit, and then like the penguin exhibit is 32 degrees, and they tell you that before you go in. And I was like, oh, yes. Um, but there wasn't like enough in there to like keep you there for an extended amount of time. But I would go to SeaWorld again if we did Discovery Cove and it came included. I would not spend $80 on a ticket to go to SeaWorld. I don't know what the one in Texas is like, Jen, but I wasn't impressed with Orlando. Just, there was no mask enforcement. There was hard, like, the hand sanitizer was, like, the liquid distillery stuff, if you guys have that here, where you guys are at. Like, the distilleries are making hand sanitizer here. It smells like cheap vodka that you, like, almost died on in college. This is awful. (laughs) Um, We kept saying, oh, my God, if some, like, a police officer, like... They thought we were drunk. Just the smell of us alone would put us in jail. Um, but we were just more, I, I don't know. If the kids really wanted to go, I would take them. But I wasn't like, I wasn't as pro SeaWorld as I thought I was going to be. Um, but they did have fireworks scheduled. And they had, yeah. um, in the areas where they're viewing, if it was in the grass, they had circles spray painted. Yeah. Or they had, like, dots for people to stand on. Okay. Uh, so I, that was kind of nice. And they're the only theme park in the area that I know of that are still doing nighttime shows. Yeah. Um, but after, like, the weather, like, it, like, cleared out in there because nothing yeah. was open. Um, and it stayed cloudy the rest of the day, which is kind of unusual for Florida. Uh, even after they had said, oh, they, like, made an announcement. The inclement weather has cleared the area. Um, we're now opening the rides and attractions there was like nobody there. We ended up leaving at like four 30. Um, we went down to the, the whale viewing area. Cause I was like, I always want to see the whales. And I don't, has anyone been to SeaWorld Orlando? Not in a very long time. time. Yeah. So when it's I was been, a kid. Yeah. It's been 20, 20 like yeah, 23 years since I've been, I was five. Yeah. That's and I, okay. I, I was around then too. Yeah. 25. So I have very, very vivid memories of going to SeaWorld Orlando and going inside a building to see the whales. Does anybody remember this? It was underground, but it was it, but it was inside because I remember you had to go through a like light door and it was a tunnel. Yep, there was, was a, a tunnel, tunnel like, and and you couldn't see the whales at first, and you had to come and it like told the story about orcas and like how yeah. to get the orcas and everything, and then all of a sudden it was like, <gasps> there's yeah, that was there's, the coolest part. Uh, there's Shamu, you know. Yeah, Shamu was there, and he would come right up to the glass and like you know, put his tongue out, and I mean, there's pictures of me and Blake, like, right there. We were one of the kids that got taken out on the platform. Do you guys remember That's when they cool. see kids on the platform yes. to pose yes. with GMU? Yeah. Yeah, I bet every parent, in the, my dad, like, burned those pictures because he's, like, horrified that he put us in the water with this animal, like, right, oh. or put us next to the water with this cool. animal. At the after time, killed, that was, like, right, gold right the there. Time. That was amazing. I mean, they, put, they 
they put kids on the whale. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could like buy a ticket to take a picture with Shamu and they would just yeah. put that, put you right on the whale. Yeah. I mean, the that. trainer would hold you, but like, that's just mind blowing to me that all the, you know, it took a trainer, you know, unfortunately being drowned for them to think, oh, maybe we shouldn't put people in the water <laughs> with animals. Right. But that's beside the point. But now that they've redone this, they've redone SeaWorld, they still have that underwater viewing area, but it's no longer a tunnel. It's just like a, like a little cove. And it's like the saddest little spot. Aww. And she's like, yeah, they're working on making it more realistic by adding rocks. But, you know, then quarantine happened and everything. But I was like, well, we went down there twice. And both times the whales weren't there. And I was like, well, uh-huh. and the door was closed. So they couldn't even, like, swim over there. And she's like, yeah, they have seven pools that they can use. Well, I said, well, then how do we see them? And she goes, we have to go to the show. And I was like, so they don't ever come in here. Because isn't that the point? She's like, well... They can't be left in here alone right now because they keep eating the rocks and, like, purposely running into the glass. Oh, my God. So I think what she was trying to, like, insinuate was that, like, they got depressed when people stopped yes. going to the park. Yeah. Like, people don't realize that these animals have connections with humans. Like, they see humans yeah. in the sand. They see humans in the glass. Like the and they Right. And they all the interactions. All the interactions. Oh. And, yeah, their trainers were there. But like they don't but, get, but yeah, like they're, they were hurting themselves by like eating the rocks and stuff. And so they had to, they can only be in the, the viewing pool if they're supervised. And because the weather was bad, they couldn't supervise them. And she said, really, the only time that you see them in that pool is like from 1230 to 130 when they do like the dine with the orcas thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they have like a little meal and you can go in and um, they like have the orcas do tricks for you and stuff. But um, we wanted to do it. We weren't sure if we were going to do Odyssey World. We wanted to do it. And by the time I um, went to buy the tickets, they were sold out. And the girl was like, oh, just go over there. But then we just never made it over there before. Um, but it was like sad because like I really wanted to see the orcas like up yeah. close. You know, that's the whole reason why we went to SeaWorld. But I don't know. Maybe if we went down to Texas, we'd have better luck. But mm-hmm. they, um, yeah. But it really, it was. I should have taken a picture of how small this pool is. I mean, it's super deep, of course, but it's like, oh, this is like a bathtub. Like, and it was super depressing in there. Like, there was rocks at the bottom, and there was one that you could see that the whale had picked up and moved. You could see where the rock used to be, and it was kind of on its side. So, clearly, the the whale picked it up and moved it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of like, oh, well... But you can, uh, everybody but the orcas, pretty much, you can buy, like, food, and you can feed the animals. Right. Like, the sea lions, you can feed the dolphins. Cam fed the stingrays, and they were, like, mobbed them. Um, like, before, Cam would put a fish in between his fingers, and he wouldn't even have his hand fully in the water. And one of them would be, like, on his hand, like, slurping up. And they would all, like, swim over as fast as they could. And then we'd be like, sorry, guys, we only have one fish at a time. Um... But you have to make sure you hold it in between your fingers or that there's signs that say the birds will come and eat them out of your hand. Oh. If you just, and I'm, yeah. I'm terrified of wildlife, I've decided. Birds. <laughs> a bird. Um, Everybody. Yeah, a bird oh, yeah. stole a, a hot dog out of my mouth at the space station center place, space space center. When I was like eight. I think it was the same trip as the stingrays. Um went on a cruise so I'm just afraid of wildlife but you know all in all can everything considering with COVID it was not a bad it was good 
just a much slower trip than what we're used to. I never a bad thing for a honeymoon. Yeah, I never got sore. You know, like when you're like like moving and bustling around the parks the next day, you're like, I can't move. <laughs> like that, that didn't happen, which is kind of nice. SeaWorld was the only time my feet started to hurt, but it was because it was just constant walking. Because there's nothing to do. Yeah. Jen, mu- Jen must understand because she has a SeaWorld there. And you guys go pretty frequently, don't you? Well, I mean, we have Pato. I avoid the summer completely because it's just too hot. Like, I really wanted to go Saturday because they were doing a Christmas in July. Um, and they had, like, surfing Santa and you can take a picture. But it's just so hot here that I don't think I wear a mask that long outside. So it wasn't, the mask wasn't as hot as bad as I thought um, but definitely like I would you got to stay away from like those three ply that like you know some of those people that are making masks they're doing like the three layers that's too much world it's big there's a lot of walking and there's no shade <laughs> yeah yeah that's the only thing with SeaWorld is like you think you guys could build some shade or something on these pathways um but whale tour though at here at ours i don't know about the one over there and you can actually feed them well guess i'm coming to texas <laughs> i uh, i would be interested in maybe going to like the one it's in san antonio right uh-huh. yeah. yeah um or the one in um like the san francisco san diego area but or not san francisco san diego um, but I don't think that I would go back. We didn't go to Aquatica though. We saw it because um, it's right next door to SeaWorld, but we just didn't. We didn't go. Well, our Aquatica has the um, pool with the stingrays, just so. Just home aware. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. I thought they were. I really thought they were going to be like under glass or like kind of like where the because sh- the sharks were. We were separated by the glass. You could swim with them. Um, and so I thought they would be there. And, no, and then Cam took me over the bridge to see the sharks because he was really excited about the sharks. And then I was like, oh, my God, those are big ends. Like, those were where the big stingrays were at. And they had they were behind, like, a net. Um, and I think those were – those the netted area was reserved for people who do, like, the sea – like, the scuba walk thing where you put the helmet on. Oh, yeah. Walk around. If I would have oh, done yeah, that, yeah. If I would have done that, would have realized that what I was getting myself into once I was down there, I probably would have passed yeah. out. Like, <sighs> like, I don't think you guys understand how humorous it was, how fast I noped out of that pool. Like, I wish there was video of it <laughs> because – It's funny. You know, there's it's all the kids – they're all the kids that are like, oh, my gosh, fish, you know, whatever. And you can touch. It's only, like, four feet, pretty much. There's, like, a canal that's probably eight feet. But if you want to stay on, like, the shallow end, you can. And so that's where I was at. So, like, I physically, like, was like, nope, nope, nope. Like, <laughs> my knees were, like, coming out of the water, and I was, I'm only five foot tall. So, yeah. You guys can make fun of me for that. That's fine. That's fine. Everybody's making fun of me. The agent group is even making fun of me. Everybody has their thing. I yeah, everyone's know. like it's irrational. They can't sting you, and I'm like, it's not irrational. Have you guys ever had a hickey from a stingray? Because I have, and trust me, it's not, it's not exactly lovely by any means. I mean, those things like, and they're heavy. They're not like right. light as a feather by any means. No, like they're solid. everybody. Yeah, everybody has afraid of something. Everybody's afraid of something. Don't don't feel bad, Sam. People catch them. And they're not even that big. They catch them off the beach here a lot. And I've had to get them off of, like, really, like, 
tough looking grown ass men's hooks because they won't go anywhere near the damn things. Well, they're and they're, they're, and they're they freaky and they flap around. They're like yeah. aliens. But the wild ones, yeah. you do have to know how to manipulate them to not get, you know, stung by because they can sting you. But yeah, they will. I mean, they will jump around like 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 little girls. Well, that's how. Yeah, and stingrays when they're frightened, they flap. That's how they get mm-hmm. away from their prey. Yeah. Yeah, as they yeah. Move, there's you know, a lot of splashing. So, and, yeah, 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 there's a lot of splashing, and I'm like, uh, I mean, these things were like literally coming up to people and being like, don't like, don't, <laughs> oh, there's a human there. Like, they just, you know, and then they brought out a bucket of fish to feed them um, while Cam was in the pool. And I was like, look, they're feeding them. And Cam's like, oh, hurry up, come this way. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I mean, they like, swarmed this trainer. Like, and I, then I realized how many of them there actually were, and then that was a definite no. Like, I'm not getting in the pool, because there was probably 20 of them. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. As always, if you had as much fun as we did, please like us on Facebook and SoundCloud. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and follow all the fun on Twitter at Mouse Life Pod. Thanks for listening. Keep on living the mouse life, and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life. 